Safely on Anything Goes. Well, at what point do you tell someone if if some if you meet someone and they and they've just done something horrible with their hair, uh, and they met a met a bad hair choice or a mad bad clothing decision? At what point do you actually tell them? Uh, listen, what you're wearing is a bad idea. I tell them right away, and people get mad and defensive, and then we'll just be changed the next time I see them. But see, Christine, I believe that you're the someone who would say, hey, if you feel like you look good in that... That's me, for sure. Whatever you're comfortable in, you just keep rocking that. I don't care. Well, well, you don't care, but I think that's awful, because it's sort of like we wear clothing, and we we put our face and hair in certain ways to look good for other people. So why should... Who gives a shit if we think what we look good we should look good for others right well i'm somewhere in between but i like if you go does this look ridiculous i'll say yes right but then if you like it then do what you're gonna do so does dave look ridiculous it's a bit ridiculous <laughs> okay all right if he's going to the meat market adventures <laughs> which is not really an adventure it's one bar between six and ten <laughs> <laughs> so it should well, be more I, like meat market happy hour i think if it's an adventure if you leave your uh, drink unattended that's how that turns out <laughs> and now Let's get to a new exciting show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey there, everybody. This is Anything Goes for the week of June 19th, 2013. Uh, My name's Dave. I don't know why I shouldn't stumble on my own name. My name's Dave Martin. Uh, We are uh, coming to, like we do every single week here from the XM Studios in downtown Toronto. Uh, Beside me is uh, always uh, Darren Frost. How are you, Darren? I'm good, Dave. How are you doing this week? Uh, we, uh, very good. Uh, we uh, have a, a big show today. We have uh, mm-hmm. two guests on, uh, both uh, Gavin Crawford, you might know from uh, his uh, many comedic performances. Yeah, well, and, from uh, This and, Hour uh, is 22 and Minutes is 22 and his minutes. own show, The Gavin Crawford Show. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, we also have the very funny Lori Elliott, who's yes. going to be on the show. An accomplished uh, stand-up comedian and writer. And in my opinion, uh, the most w- easily uh, the one of the funniest women in, in Canada. Uh, I, would say, yes. I would say probably if I had to choose to see a lady stand up, I would want to go see Laurie Elliott. Right. <laughs> a lady stand up. Lady stand up. Yeah. It's it a sounds... night of lady stand up. Yeah. I don't know how, yes. uh, how they would, if they would yes. like to be referred to that yeah, as. Yeah, but... I don't know. I think that's a nice way of saying lady stand up. <laughs> or Come, I, lady. That's a good order. Do some stand up. You, lady she stand is, up. Uh, she's nominated for Canadian Comedy Award, which leads us right into. Oh, right into our thing. How can thing. I. Uh, Yes, uh, so uh, second year in the row, uh, we have been nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award for Best Radio Show. I believe the only show on SiriusXM that uh, is, has a nomination. I, uh, I do believe that we are the only show in the history of SiriusXM that yes. has been nominated for Best Radio Program. Two we, years in a row. Two years in a row. Uh, we could uh, easily go and check that information, but uh, nah. sometimes I prefer not to know and yeah. just... Uh, think re- it's that way. And just re- repeat the answer that I choose everyone to... It's that thing to... in showbiz. If you say it, it has to be true. Well, if you say yeah. it enough times, it's true. I don't know if that's uh, Showbiz or Joseph Goebbels who said that the most, but uh, I do believe that is true. I mean, Howard yes. Stern was the first to call himself the king of all media, yes. and we are the first to call us the only the, history the, show. 
lady stand-ups of uh, Canadian radio. That's what we'll call ourselves. I don't want to be the lady stand-ups. Well, I, well, is that a bad term? You, you said Lori's the nice lady stand-up. But she is a lady. She is a lady. And I, even if I, you know what, I, uh, even I think if I somehow ended up being a, a, a girl coming out of my mother's vagina, I yes. don't think I would be the most attractive woman. Right. You think so? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, I picture you with a wig on. Yeah, don't, that's about that's, it. Yeah, but don't do that. Because yeah. I'm afraid what would happen next. But we the, are nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award, and when the uh, voting is open, we will tell you how to do so and to vote. Uh, we are up against a few other uh, really uh, good radio shows. Last year, uh, we were beat by the show called um, This Is That, which is a CBC program. They yes. are nominated. Uh, the News Desk uh, from 102.1 The Edge, The Irrelevant Show, and The Debaters, which is an episode, a show we were both on. Yeah, we were both uh, just on last that. month. So now, wait. Now, uh, what was the what was the other show that um, the the irrelevant show, the yeah. news desk, right? One hundred two point one, one hundred two point one, the edge, and this is that which is the CBC show. Oh, that's the Ron Sparks thing that he does on. Uh... That's the news desk. Oh, yes. and he got nominated this year as well for yes. best male stand up. Yes. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that turns out too. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no matter how much you try to bury this show, we still get nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award. Well, I think um, only five radio shows probably were suggested. Oh, no. I think there must have been more than well, that. we'll see. Well, uh, we had to be done in 2012, so right. and we were. So uh, that's good. That's yeah. good news. Yeah, it's good news. And, um, nice, uh, little, nice little pat on the back. It's good to be recognized. And uh, let's hope that uh, it leads to um, a fun night in Ottawa all we in have October. To do, all we have to do is get recognized by our own channel. That's it. That's um, it. Now, what, uh, we had a, a Father's Day uh, this past weekend. I didn't do uh, anything uh, right. because I have not made a horrible mistake with my life. Yes. Uh, but uh, you, Darren, uh, yes. what uh, what are your expectations for a day like that? Father's Father Day is to be able to sleep in and then not do anything too crazy. Just do something all together where no one fights and no arguments and no screaming in public so people think I'm a bad father. <laughs> That's about it. Um, now, what uh, did you get that? Yes, all the screaming was indoors, which is good and contained. And then we went swimming the, as a family, and it was good. When did the screaming start? It starts the second you fucking get up. Oh, so you didn't even get your Father's Day wish of just well, being I, left I got alone. to sleep in. I got to sleep in. What is sleeping? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. sleeping in? Yeah, sleeping in. Oh, my God. With three kids at home. That's you, a sleep in. You are missing out. Uh, other, got, other dads got into trouble, though. I want to read this news story. Okay. Uh, some soccer dads uh, came to blows on Father's Day. It was uh, reported. Um, two London fathers watching their daughters play soccer Sunday in Waterloo got into an argument that escalated to the point one was punched several times in the face. <laughs> Out of pure boredom, right? Yeah, well, they were arguing over uh, which women's sport is... soccer, yep. yeah. Well, which is uh, more boring to watch, yep. women's basketball or soccer. Women's soccer. So sending yeah. him to hospital, the other man is charged with assault, causing bodily harm after the incident at the noon hour game at a park. Wouldn't you be upset, though, if uh, you punched someone in the face a number of times and you didn't get charged with bodily harm? <laughs> if you were just sort of like, oh, you just nicked him in the face. Yeah. He's fine now. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's kind of like you do want to have someone come up with a bloody nose after yeah. you punched them once. Yeah, like after you get hit multiple times, you can just say to someone, no, that's just uh, me shaving. That's yeah. just a mark for me shaving. Oh, yeah, no, I just... That's I, not uh, bodily harm. No, that's just a little uh, flesh wound. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> I don't know. What, the, what is there any? Did, so we're char and charges. And charges are late, and it's been coming, uh, being happening many times the last couple of weeks. All these parents 
are getting into fights. There's a fight uh, on YouTube of these people getting crazy at this hockey game. These parents wouldn't shut up, and they were jumping down rows and beating on people. It's were they like, beating on the referees? No, no, they just in the stands each okay. other. I only I, I don't mind parents beating each other up because that's uh, fine. But when they get when they start harassing referees, and I right. always have issues with that because that to me uh, really just implies that uh, uh, that their kids are, are sheltered and they live in this uh, bubble and and they don't want their kids to ever hear the word no because there right. was a I think there was actually a, um, a, a soccer dad that sort of punched out a, a referee because mm -hmm. uh, his son was given a yellow card or he was right. called foul on something I don't know exactly but um, and I think the referee was um, he got punched out and he was on his way to the hospital and uh, he ended up dying from uh, the, the, the wound that he got yeah and he called his family from the ambulance because he knew that something was wrong he goes to the hospital and then and he he, he dies there and uh, it's just this uh, this ongoing thing of just uh, these parents that don't ever want to have Holy their fuck, kids. I never heard that story before well wow <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me be your only news source for anything, but because uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's that's I, normally I keep kind of track and and see, you know read those kinds of stories, but wow. Uh, well, I, you, when did this well, happen? Type it up into the Google will, when, into the like Google recently, machine, like the last couple months. Yeah, in the like the last uh, like two weeks or so, Jesus. last two or three weeks. You well, can type it go. in if you want, but but it, but it's just these these awful disgusting parents, parents that yeah. that just don't want to hear that, that don't want their kids to grow up in a real world where there are winners and losers. Yeah, it's like this idea that like oh no, my kids are winners. And there's only you're only going to be a winner, and then you know sheltering them. From, I remember being when a these kid. schools don't have grades anymore, and you give out a participant reason ribbon if you want, but you're still a loser. I remember being a kid and hating soccer because of the parents. Never because you lost or won, but just to parents, how they yelled and screamed at their kids. And, I mean, my mom just kind of yelled, like, hey, keep going, you know, like, uh, and positive, like, fun yelling. Which That's one's fine. mine? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but uh, never, never, like, in a negative, like, you stupid idiot, what are you doing? But I did hear that, and I remember that from my childhood. And remembering, to, saying to myself, I really don't know if I want my children to play organized sports at that level, because it was just a big bummer well i mean you have to reinforce that you know the a this is a game and it's bullshit right uh just as i mentioned on facebook that, that i thought the canadian comedy awards were bullshit sure but uh please vote for us yep. yeah no well we, we are going to harass the shit out of everyone yeah, that belongs sure. to our facebook group for votes don't yes. don't let me be uh but you know after a while you just got to realize that you uh uh you you work in an industry that's full of bullshit and you have to mold whatever you can out of the bullshit that's given to you well let's let's get into it because i I know we already uh, kind of argued about this on Facebook today oh, earlier okay. about this news story. Um, we're going to be kind of news story heavy uh, this week because there's lots to talk about. A uh, Wendy's employee was fired after gulping Frosty straight from the machine. Yes. Uh, from the spout of the machine. The unidentified man was caught on camera on his knees, mouth agape below the dispenser, and the photo was posted on Reddit. Wendy was not amused, unacceptable, and the person in the photo is no longer employed at Wendy's. So he was fired. And the picture is online, and all these people are going crazy about it. My opinion on it is uh, you can see the picture online. His mouth is not on the spout. It is underneath, and he's just filling his mouth full of Frosty. Look, it's a fucking, it's a minimum wage job. Yeah. Employees are having fun on the job. That's... They're fooling around, and it's like big deal. I get it he has to be fired because he posted the picture online. Right. That's, of course, that Wendy has to do that, but not Wendy herself. I'm sure someone else there, not Wendy. But 
I don't get the big hurrah about it. It's like these kids work, and that shit happens all the time. Well, then don't take a photograph of it and don't post it online. Okay, I understand that argument, right. but the argument of, you know, you were like, well, uh, you know, it's disgusting. You're on, on Facebook. Look at this kid's doing. Oh, my God, it's terrible. You should go oh, there, and then, and then you gave the excuse, oh, but if we saw it in a movie, we'd all laugh. Well, yeah, that's a do. fucking it's movie. Been done, it's been done 50 times in every teen romp where someone so does what? it. That's a movie. And you know that happens all the time sure. in McDonald's. Yeah, but okay, was it during work hours that oh. this happened? Uh, I that is not even known. Okay, so let's say it uh, wasn't during work hours, and so it's perfectly okay for the, them to do it when the customers aren't around. It, yes or no? Say that again. Sorry. It's perfectly okay for them to put their mouth, and you know what? His mouth probably did touch the spout. So if he had some according herps, to this, so if he had some crazy herp sore on his mouth, <laughs> and then some bleeding oh, open, man. bleeding like, open oh, herp yeah. sore, yeah, and he's then you rub and then, it on every frosty day. No, and then no. What if the next person that drank a frosty and then his herp sore juice went into the <laughs> yes, frosty, and then yes. your kid drank it? And now yes. he's got a yeah, and then, now, he's now got he's herpes. Got herpes, and yeah. then then you're going to yeah, be oh, don't worry about don't worry about it. Those kids were just having fun. Yeah, breaking health and safety. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what they were doing. Yeah, Spreading they were. herpes sores everywhere. No, I'm just saying. Rubbing that their vags right on the on the on the big gulp dispenser at seven eleven. First of all, it was a dude. If his balls were getting rubbed on it, then no, I'm I saying think a girl. I mean, girls can do this shit too. Sure, they can. No, they close and the, they the get 7-Eleven a little early. They rub their vag right on the big gulp. Right. Well, the first, okay, the first mistake was publishing the photo. Second mistake yes. was uh, even doing that Let in the first place. This. Let okay. me ask you this. If you, the and that's photo, not fun if you're, uh, if you're putting people at published. risk. Okay. Okay. But you caught an employee doing that. His mouth had, was not touching it, just doing the whole fill it up. You would fire him? Uh, if I was the manager yes, of the place? you would yeah. fire him? Sure I would. You're, it's ridiculous. Come <laughs> well, on. Okay, so so uh, that whole shit and, and the guy... Well, you, you saw the Taco Bell one where the guy had the stack no, of no. things? No, no, he licked it, and then therefore, by licking it, that's going to go into someone's hand who paid for it and then ate it. His mouth did not touch the receptacle. I'm asking if his mouth did not touch it. Right. Then therefore, none of this herpes bullshit juice you keep talking that's about. That's not bullshit if it happens. Oh, first of all, you know that's never going to happen. It sure could. No, 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 Dave, I've seen the TV on. shows. It just takes a little is, speck is this, of is virus. Is this the excuse you've used with former girlfriends? I have herpes because I bought a Frosty from a Wendy's? Uh, oh, now no, I think I've never had her. No, no, close I've, to home. I've never had her. I think we're no, but not some other disease. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the crab was in my Big Mac. No, and then I rubbed it on my. No, cock? I wouldn't do that. No. Yeah, I think you see how ridiculous that sounds. No, 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 no. Well, this is an actual thing that kids that have happened. fun. It's minimum wage. <laughs> it's a. It's it's just kids having so if, fun. So if you if you caught that guy and you were the manager, the yes, manager yes. and your job yes. relied on what health and, and, and safety and, violation is he doing, Dave? If he's, he's just putting it in his mouth and he's not touching his mouth on anything. Okay, you just saw one frame of a photo. No, I'm suggesting that's right. the scenario. You right. know, his mouth didn't touch it. If his mouth touched it. Well, we your scenario that, makes sense, and I totally agree with it because that's a health violation. Right. If his mouth did not, it's not a health violation. Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, when he got hired for that job, uh, the manager didn't say to him, "Listen, anytime you want to have a little bit of fun, you can put your mouth to that thing, and as long as it doesn't sure, touch that's it, that's exactly perfectly what fine. happened. No, yeah. okay, of course that's of course so that's not you, what if happened. You, if you were the manager and you caught him doing anywhere, if you were the manager and you caught him doing anywhere and had fun and done fucking crazy shit that you knew you were probably going to get fired for, uh, and if you got fired for it. You wouldn't be like, well, I was stupid enough to do it. You'd be like, come yes. on, man. No. Your first reaction, Dave, yes. you, you'd be like, oh, man, no. It's, yeah, come on, I've, we're just no. having some fun. Yeah, I've done, no, I've done crazy shit that I probably should sure. have been fired for at but work. But your first reaction but I didn't, would be like, I didn't, come on. If you got caught doing it, you'd be like, fair enough. I should get fired for this. You'd yeah. be like, come on. No, we're just I would, having I would, fun. No, pfft. 
Okay, well, fucking, I hope you never manage a restaurant, and uh, I, think I hope you, I you do. Should horn, and you should I warn people. I do. Okay, well, yeah. then go out and manage a restaurant, and then tell all the employees, it'll be, it'll hey, if you ever want to have some fun at work, why don't you just yeah. uh, do something For disgusting? For $7.44 an that hour. That doesn't make a difference. Yes, he could it does. Be, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does, because oh, so, I worked so, at a job okay. where it was that cheap, and they made us work like dogs. It's right. fucking bullshit. When you have a job What's like at Wendy's part? or Blockbuster or any of these yeah. menial high school jobs, you do realize being high school students, yeah. yes, they have to learn the idea of responsibility, okay. but they're going to have some fun on the job, too. That's built in. That's why you're paying them $7.44 so, an so hour. So if this, if this kid later on was uh, like uh, he, he bought a gun, he was cleaning his gun, and his oh, gun went off. Oh, here comes some crazy gun analogy. Go well, ahead. I'm, no, I'm just saying that yep. uh, obviously you let this kid get away with one thing that he shouldn't yep, have at so his job. So now he gets a gun. Well, so okay, sure. So he gets okay, a, so he gets a gun. He yeah. gets a gun and he's sure. cleaning it and he shoots someone. Yeah, and, and now just having and, fun. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, Dave. That analogy makes perfect or, sense. You're, you're being sarcastic you're, no, for the sense of, sense of joke. And then, you know, um, the same kid that gets fired from Wendy's, right. we send him to Afghanistan, and he's fooling around with a bomb, and he takes out 15 children. Their heads get blown completely out. It's just kids having fun, Dave. Well, he would probably be die in that same explosion. Yeah, so but he died doing something he loved and having fun, Dave. I don't believe that. Uh, so you're saying that. It's the, too much. <laughs> It's, All right. it's, your well, analogy is I, ridiculous. No, it's to not. Compare, oh, he's fooling around with a gun and the kid gets okay, killed. That's just that, having fun. That's ridiculous. No, but I'm just saying that if you allow this kid to get w away with something that's not that, a sh that big a deal, but I still think he should be fired for it. I don't think then, he should be fired. Where, where does it end? Where does it end? How where much does, shit are you no, allowed to... It's a slippery slope well, filled with your frosty. favorite phrase? It is when it's... Uh, it, to me, when you use that argument, it's something bigger than a kid filling his mouth full of Frosty. And we're going to fire him for that? I mean, How many health and safety violations are you going to let him get away with uh, until you fire hey, him? Hey, you say, Six, hey, seven? you say, hey, kid, don't do that. That's I know you're just so, trying to have so fun. The, the, don't be stupid. That's not smart to do. Please don't do it again. Okay, well, then if he does it again, then you fire him. You but would you give him a warning. Have, you give him a warning. No, I but would you don't fire, fire him. him. You know what? There's a stack of resumes probably for kids oh, that want to work in that I resume. I fucking would never want to work for you. Well, yeah, you should. It's ridiculous. And, and you know what? If you were working for me, I would tell you first thing. Hey. Here's a book of uh, rules, and, and one of them is okay, not Dave, anytime you, you want to have fun. You came once to the show intoxicated, right? Okay, well, No, uh, no, yeah. let me ask you. You came to the show once intoxicated. If I fired you because okay, there, this is a There was a, a time when I asked you very nicely not to bring that up but, on the no, air but, again. But, but and then, and now you are. So what? What's the... Should you be fired for that? Uh, <laughs> well, you, you need to be an employee before you can get fired. All right. So There we go. All right. Fair enough. Uh, okay, well, we can ask Gavin Crawford what his opinion yes, is. Yes, no, uh, we will. Well, and there was those two chicks that got into that uh, fucking uh, tub thing at KFC, and they put those photos online, and uh, I believe they were fired, too. So, I mean, if there was yeah, a washing bin at the... But, but that's different. That how is actually, that... You think that is the same as putting his mouth under something and filling it with fr frosting? You just saw one frame of one photo, uh, so... Because that's all we can go go with. Right, okay. That's the photo that got him fired. Well, you know what? If I, if I was the manager of that place, and I knew that... I could get fired if someone found out that I allowed an employee to get away with something, then yeah, I would fire him on the all spot. Right. Well, There's probably a whole long. stack of employees. Okay, gotta, all right. Wrap this up. We'll ask, we'll ask, we'll uh, ask Gavin, Gavin and we'll ask and Lori the same question. The exact same if question. If they would fi get fired from a job that, frankly, uh, getting fired from that place is probably one of the best things for him. All right, when we come back, our first guest, Gavin Crawford, if if we're still having a show. No, we're we'll still having a fun I show. I shouldn't have brought that up. Well, no, you... Get away with it. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin.
Hi, this is Michelle Shaughnessy. You can find me on Twitter at, at Michelle's Funny. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio. Now with 20% more brand to keep you regular from the bump. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right. We are back we are at back. the show. We're uh, this still together. Is, the show is still on. Oh, it, it wasn't going to go away. I mean, I if, know. if trust me, if uh, Wendy's employees getting fired is the one thing that uh, <laughs> gets us <laughs> off, off the us. air for the second time, then... Um, yeah. Then we're in. Uh, we've got a lot of other things to examine. Yeah. This is anything goes for the week of uh, June nineteenth, two thousand and thirteen. Yes. You know, about a, a couple of days ago, I had to. I had to ask myself what year it was. That's pretty bad. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. I don't. I can't wait till fourteen. Fourteen is going to sound a lot nicer. Yes. Um. But uh, in the in the opening segment, uh, Darren and I were having some fun, witty band. Oh, I also want to mention that this show has gotten nominated. For its second Canadian Comedy Award, yep. uh, the only show in the history of Sirius XM to ever be nominated for two comedy awards in a row. Is that fact or <laughs> fiction? Did I make it up? I don't give a shit. It's the better story. Yes. Uh, maybe a, 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 hey, a, a, joining us in the studio is our, is our guest. So, Gavin, we were talking. Gavin Crawford Gavin, is with us. Gavin Crawford. Hi, nice yes. to be here. Yes. Thank you. Um, so we were talking earlier, and we were going on about about the employee at uh, Wendy's getting fired for uh, uh, having a, a suck job with the fast. The yeah, fast I, I heard a lot. It was very hard to um, concentrate on what was being said when there just kept being like, "But was his mouth on the dispenser? Was it under the dispenser? Th- this is the key question. Did he put his mouth on the dispenser?" It start, started to sound really, really filthy to me, and I was thinking, like, if I got fired for every job where my mouth was under the dispenser. Um, it now will. you worked at you said you worked at McDonald's right for a period of time when you were young. I did when I was a uh, filthy teenager. Sure. And um, look, can, yeah. I just, can I just first say that uh, I've often referred to my boss at any job as the dispenser. As yeah. The dispenser. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you never. Well, you, that might be a fireable should, offense. <laughs> yeah. Or a hireable one. It to depends. Climb yeah. up that, I, again, I think it would depend whether or not business. your mouth was on the dispenser. To climb up that Cineplex ladder that I worked um, at. Yeah. No. We were, I worked at McDonald's, and I uh, like you know. Somebody putting their mouth under the ice cream thing is like so by far the least disgusting yes. thing yeah. that happen in a fast food place that right. I would think that, you know, I mean, should they have been fired or not? I don't know. But like probably just for the dumbness of posting it, they might have been fired. Yes, like, yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. Now everything's on YouTube anyway. So really, can you get fired? Should you get fired for anything? Uh, I mean, do? I, I think it would be a good example for this kid about how there are consequences for doing shit at work that you shouldn't do. Or don't just you? there are consequences for taking a picture of you. Absolutely. Doing things <laughs> yes. at work that you yes. shouldn't right. do. Yes. Yeah. Because that gets Wendy's in the news, and it's like, hey, what are these kids doing? It brings up that whole analogy of what you said. It's probably the least bad thing that happens, but then that puts the you know the idea in people's heads not to eat this kind of food, which they probably shouldn't anyways. But you know, that that's kid is single handedly responsible for a whole generation not getting diabetes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. he's reversed the trend. <laughs> right. I'm not eating Wendy's and McDonald's anymore. Do because you see what that, that kid did? Yeah. He's a national hero. Yes. What uh? What can I? I've never really talked to someone that's worked at McDonald's before. <laughs> and what, what did you? At what point did you say, well, or was it like a, yeah, I'm going to work at McDonald's, or was it like a, 
uh, I guess I'm going to work at McDonald's. I was 15, and I was like, I, I didn't want to spend, I grew up in a little tiny Bible Belt town, and I wanted to go to Edmonton. Lethbridge, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to Edmonton where my aunt and uncle lived, and so I was like, my cousin was a manager of McDonald's, and so I, I was like, can you give me a job at McDonald's? So then I could tell my parents, like, well, I've, I have to go to Edmonton for the summer. Got I've got a job. Right, right. So that's that's basically the only reason why I did it. Oh, so maybe you clicked off the will travel for employment on your McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my cousin was the manager, so it was purely nepotism. I don't right. think I was supposed to be working till I was 16, but... I thought that you can get hired at, like, 14 yeah, at McDonald's. Yeah, you can, 14, yeah. Well, in Ontario, I don't know. It's maybe different. Yeah, I don't know. It was dodgy anyways. Right. He had to pull some strings. Right. <laughs> what? Well, uh, that's... Uh, you you ask your test of, are, are you funnier or smarter than a 16-year-old? And then yeah, you got the job. And then, but then I got really stressed because they put me right on counter. Ooh. Like, I thought I'd Ooh. just be frying fries. Yeah, sure. But then right the first day you were on the counter, and I found that really, like, really Jarring? stressful. Like, yeah. Because you're like... And it was back in the day when, like, you had to get your own ice creams, and you, I would get so mad when every, anyone would order ice cream, because maybe that's why that Frosty Kid did it, because it's a pain in the ass. Cause you're, you're trying to process, like, 16 orders, yeah. and someone's like, can I get an ice cream? And then you got to go over and, like, pull the thing, yeah. swirl it around. Yeah, you don't just press it a takes, like, a whole bunch of time. Right. And then you got to carry a tray full of ice cream cones back to the counter, and the mop guy comes through randomly every yeah. five seconds and swishes the floor full of water, <laughs> and they make you wear rubber shoes. So, like, I went down with, like, four ice cream cones, like, multiple times. One landed right in a lady's purse, and I was just like, <laughs> do you want a cup for that? I don't know. Like... This is like it was like the Muppets. Like every time you turn around at the dice, you'd be like, "Ice cream!" Whoa! <laughs> is it hard or easy to do that sort of dog shit curly cue that they have the the soft at machine, the end? Yeah, uh, that the soft machine sort of does to make that like little spike. Um, I don't know. I I'm not that coordinated, so it was difficult for me. <laughs> I was <laughs> mine were always like, and that's the worst. If you make like a, a really cr crappy looking one, you have to do it again, and yeah. right. like there's a big lineup, and people are like, um, I've been waiting for 45 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because we're not patient with fast food. Like, no. If you go in and it takes a minute and a half to get your oh, order, yeah, you're you like, start oh yelling. my god, this is taking forever. Yeah. Well, I know, especially if you're hungover at all, and you're yeah, like, no. what the fuck? I'm yeah. That's it drives me nuts. <laughs> and normally, like, yeah. Well, then that always bugs me whenever I and I don't eat at fast food places much anymore. But when uh, if uh, I, re I remember when people would go and have a really specific order, it's like I don't really want any tomatoes or this or that. And I'm like. It's fast for a reason because they're not going to give you what you want and just accept it for what it is and just eat it. Eat That's it, eat me it. with people on lottery tickets at 7-Eleven when I go in and I just need one thing and then there's like <sighs> oh, four yeah. people in front of me and they're oh, like, can fuck. I get a quick pick? But yeah. not with, and it's always like a really specific like set of numbers and they're like, can you check this one? Can you check this one? <laughs> and I'm just standing there like trying not to go like totally crazy and be like, you didn't win! <laughs> Um, what well, is that the most sorry Darren well, I was gonna ask you what's it like for you to go back to somewhere like Lethbridge now I mean you've lived in Toronto for most of what the last 15 years is it yeah it's been 15 15 years yeah 15 think, years maybe long and I know you got you got an award a couple of years ago from the town of Lethbridge what was that like? <laughs> I did I got an award distinguished... for being, I got a distinguished achievement award from right. my high school which was actually very nice yeah yeah sort of like um you know but it's weird like you know because like i, I was like, like you, do you know you... nerdy gay kid in high school got picked on it's like now my high school is putting my picture on the wall <laughs> right like, well, don't worry all you kids who are currently getting punched <laughs> well, one day yeah, you one can day. have your picture on the wall <laughs> yeah did like, uh like were you voted most
most likely to leave and find a, a better environment to express himself in? I don't think I wait, stuck around to find out what the uh, results of that vote would be. <laughs> I kind of graduated. I basically graduated high school and was like, got in the car and was like, I'm going to Vancouver. Oh, cool. So, well, I yeah. mean, I mean, not co- uh, cool that Lethbridge was shitty for you, but the cool yeah. that you. I mean, it was okay. the road. It's, it's actually a nice. I, there, there are some very nice things about it, and nice people there. I shouldn't say that, but you know, when you. Yeah, but I had other ideas with what I wanted yeah. to do with my life. And, like know, for me, I, I'm, I'm originally from Brantford. It's a small town. Yeah. It's like I couldn't wait to get out. I was kind of bullied a bit, and I hated the town for a long time. But now it's kind of like, you know, kids are kids, and I go back there, and I find things that are half decent about the town. I'm not so kind of, you know, fuck that town, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think, don't mind going back now. Yeah. Um, also, because I'm a superstar, and I just like, have to sign autographs <laughs> all up and down the streets. You know, I just actually Especially at the McDonald's I just, used to uh, work at I just Edmonton. stand in the high school hallway underneath my picture, just pointing upwards. And be like, anyone want an autograph? Because you know, here I am. I'm um, not scary. I won't bite. Yeah, no, it's um, but no, I don't mind it now. But it's uh, it, it was a it was a nice place to get get a, a free of. The uh, one of the shows that you worked on uh, was uh, this hour is twenty two minutes. How many seasons were you on that show? Uh, eight. Eight. Now it's going into its twenty second. I think. Okay, because yeah, I knew that I they wanted know. to. I not that they wanted to cancel the show at twenty two, but I think that was sort of a plan all along was to do twenty two seasons and then shut the, shut it down. Yeah, uh, that's what they. I'm sure that they would go twenty three if somebody said you're coming back. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. But, but I mean, now, on a show like that, uh, do you ever see like shit in the news, like with the whole Rob Ford thing that's going on and him getting a drink thrown at him at a Italian parade? Uh, do you ever see a, a news story like that and go, "Fuck, I wish I was back at the show because I I would have liked to have done something like this on on TV." Yeah, the immediacy of every week, you know, making fun of a news story, or is that kind of out of your system? Kind uh, of? Sometimes it is, and sometimes I mean, the good thing is, is like I'm I go out and do live stuff, so when something really hits, like right. um, you know, Rob. Ford stuff, then I can just make a piece and and do it anyways right. live, like it's not on national TV or anything. But like right. also, um, part of it for like about a, a year after I left that show, I would just didn't want to pay any attention to the news whatsoever because right. it gets really jarring to start to watch all news stories with all a, like, the time. How do I make this into a sketch? You know, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like some terrible mall shooting, but then there's a corner <laughs> of your mind that's, yeah. like, that's yeah. like sort of thinking, like you know, like is there a way I can imitate that killer? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it it, it kind of messes with your head, but uh, and also, um, no, I don't. Uh, you don't miss that. I don't miss that because. You know what I don't miss, and this is like terrible, but I don't miss having to uh, think up something that I think is funny and then take it to like four different people and be like, hey, did you guys happen to see this story in the news? Oh, you didn't? Okay, never mind. That's dead. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, really? You didn't? Because it's kind of all over YouTube. YouTube's a channel on the internet. Uh, Well, the internet's on computers. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it just... That can get a little frustrating. So would you I like, to, now yeah. I can go and say what I want when I want. It's a little bit less people, but it's sort of more fun. I mean, well, that's one of the things that stand-ups always talk about: how they're you you can go on stage in the immediacy of like, oh, this happened in the news today. I got a yeah. joke about it. You don't have to put it through producers. But how many levels did a, a sketch or an idea have to go through before it got to air? Um, it's kind of it kind of depends. I mean, uh, at, well, it's. At least four. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, you a sort of initial pitch, and then you write it up, and then there's a read-through, but then, like, then there's a producer that reads all the sketches and just, like, you know, puts some in a, in a let's read this pile and some in a let's don't read this pile. Right. So, um, you know, Plus, by the time you even get to, by the time you get to even what's taped, it's uh, it's probably been vetted, like, four times. And 
sometimes very well and sometimes you know it depends on the person who's doing it and what their taste is and stuff like that that's so you know sometimes it can be very frustrating like yeah. there would be things that i would pitch to that show um like i, I would a good example is like doing chantelle bear from like the national like cause yeah. that, you know sure and i i had to pitch that like time and time and time and time and time again and everyone's like oh nobody knows who that is or whatever and i'm like she's on the cbc every night <laughs> the only people that watch the show watch cbc <laughs> right like but and then finally i was just like can we just it's on a green screen can we just tape it and see how it goes and play it and then we did and then people liked it and then of course then they're like let's do another one next week but right. so that so you know i mean it's uh it's just uh, that's how TV kind of works. It's a, yeah. it's a long, fun, collaborative process, which sometimes uh, it's it's sometimes really great, and sometimes it's nice to be able to just be like, now I'm just going to say what I want. Exactly. Plus, mm. plus, it's hard. I think it's hard for in your situation. You had your own show for three years on the Commie Network, where I'm assuming everything was, you know, you're the main person in terms of deciding, making all decisions, what funny is to then step into a situation where an established show, and it is four levels of what you have to get through and justifying. That's got to be a bit of a uh, a hard road to drive. Well, I'm trying a neat experiment where I do my entire career backwards. <laughs> so I start like I start off with my own show, yes. and then I went to an ensemble yes. show, and then I left that show, and now I'm just doing live shows in small venues. Yes. to you know try and like um, slowly lose an audience, and then I'm gonna go back to high school, I think. And then you're gonna learn to play guitar. I, yeah, and then I'm gonna and, learn to, no um, and manage McDonald's. Yeah. But That's it is fun. Happen. It is um, yeah. No, I mean it's. Uh, Gavin Crawford show was great because we had total control, but it was also at the beginning of the comedy network, so we had like maybe a little too much control. Right, like, yeah. right. At some points, it would be nice to have somebody with experience to come in and be like, "Yeah, you know, you guys don't don't really bother shooting this; it's not going to work out." Right. Um. But you know, by and large, it's it's great for um. I don't know what the word is, but for like, I don't want to say artistic vision because that sounds too like mancy pant like for pretentious but it's just right. for a clarity of of it being something right you know what i mean somebody's taste like yeah. then at least you can be like like it or hate it here's my taste. Oh, absolutely this is it absolutely. and i find with the tv shows that i like are generally somebody's taste yes. i can generally see their taste yes. coming through yes and so when a show is kind of like too broad appeal or yep. something that isn't really that's sort of like oh this is everybody's taste i personally don't tend to love it but then also i don't represent like i'm not a huge like rabid two and a half men fan but right. that show gets watched by the most amount of people and according to Jim I don't know anyone that that show is so fucking popular I don't yeah, know anyone exactly. ever watched like, so. and, and NCIS I've never that show's been on so long oh, yeah. a lot of people watch it. I've never met anyone who does. but it's weird when you grow up and you realize that the things that you thought were awesome and were hits were actually like small cult things like yes. you know yeah. what I mean like I grew up thinking like you know and then I meet like people from SCTV and I'm like you were on the greatest most popular show ever right. and like actually we only got about 800,000 people in <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> hardly anyone yeah. watches at the time. And then yeah. Eugene Levy pepper sprays you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, but it's like, but it's just that thing of like you, you always think the things you like, everybody likes at that time. And then, yeah, and then you kind of grow. Like later on, you realize like, oh no, like I don't know what the most popular show around that time was, but it was probably not whatever I was watching. It was like yeah. Fantasy Island or something. So you're you're doing more live stuff now. So what's 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 coming up for you? Say in the next six months. Uh, in the next six months, well, uh, this uh, Thursday and Friday, I have pride shows at Buddies and Bad Times in Toronto. 12 Alexander Street. Okay. Uh, my show, Shitting Rainbows. Gavin Crawford, Shitting Rainbows. <laughs> uh, it's a, and that's, uh, 
That's coming up. That should be good. It'll have some Rob Ford stuff. I'm doing a weird thing with Rob Ford where I'm doing future Rob Ford that's sort of Gollum. It's really weird. It's okay. very heady. Right. It's strange. Yeah. Like you can see it. It's like, I don't know. But um, yeah, so there's that. And then I'm going to Just for Laughs. Uh, in July? Do, yeah, in July for a week of shows. Um, and the off JFL thing because they do this thing where they actually have like solo shows. Oh, like Zoo Fest. The Zoo Fest well, thing? I think it's yeah. called something else now, but it was called Zoo Fest, Zoo Fest. I think, yeah. last okay. year. Yeah, I think it's off, just off JFL yeah. or but yeah, I'm doing yeah. some shows and like some stand-up shows, but then, then I also have shows. my whole like own 60-minute show, so that'll be fun. And then I'm going to the Edinburgh Festival uh, to do the same thing for wow. the month of August. Now, so is, is the Edinburgh it. show the same one as the JFL show? Uh, basically, yeah. I mean, it, it's all kind of I I kind of just work different pieces from different shows to sort of you know, there's stuff that will play in Canada that won't play abroad. Of course, right. it and. Some Montreal specific stuff that they wrote, like so. I sort of pull things in and out. Like, is this the first time you've done is. Edinburgh? Yeah, so wow. it'll be it'll be crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people come back uh, from Edinburgh just going like, "Wow, that was the uh, that was interesting," and that or that was a mistake, or that was the best time I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, it, it can be. Uh, it, it's it's. It, I know it's a rough ride the first time that you go there, but I mean, you're you're an experienced guy with a lot of uh, you know characters uh, that you've done before. How, can I ask well, you? The thing is, I like UK stuff and I like UK humor. And sure. Like, yeah. That's kind of like, you know, I mean, that's what I do, like characters yeah. and yes. impressions yeah. and stuff like that. The and the weird thing is, sure. I live in the country where there's only really one show where they do characters and impressions, and I was already on it for eight years. So right. right. It's like, kind of, where do you go? So I'll go and uh, see what happens in. England, just to meet, you know. Well, you've been to, like, like you've seen, like, watch, you love shows like Little Britain and or stuff? Scotland, really. Actually. Yeah. Are you a Little Britain fan? Yeah, I mean, I love Little Britain. I mean, I, yeah. that was always such a hilarious show. But, I mean, you can't, it's hard to uh, do that. Oh, there is one more thing coming sure. up. July yes. 6th on CBC, they're airing the pilot that we made that they ended up not picking up because they got their budget slashed and stopped making shows. Right. And so, but um, it's it turned out great. It's really funny. It's kind of like Little Brittany, and uh, it's called Gavin Crawford's Wild West, and it's uh, 9.30 on CBC. Okay, On July cool. 6th? Yeah. So, on July 6th, Yeah, okay. watch it and then write letters to CBC and be like, make more shows like this. Oh, it's a Canadian <laughs> tradition that we only do, like, season one of everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and we... Just episode one of this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really... And if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Is it Twitter or a webpage? Uh, Twitter is at uh, TVGavin, and... And, uh, or you can go to gavincrawford.com. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Before we get out of here, did, did anyone ever worry you? Do you? Did you ever worry you when people get their news from 22 Minutes? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's at least they're getting it from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, it's less, wrong it's probably less biased if they're getting it from there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And they can put a funny spin on it. Of a horrible incident or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, that's just because there there was like a, a news story that came out that like a lot of people get their news from Saturday Night Live and The Daily Show and yep. Bill Maher and it was just always when you're in when you're inside one of those shows and you kind of want to say oh that really didn't happen we kind of make stuff up too. Yeah, but, but I mean you know I think most people can kind of tell I think like yeah. when they're watching The Daily Show like what's like you know what if it's you're talking about something in the news or if you're making stuff up I think but then again I'll. Then I'll find out. Nope, everyone actually just believes everything they read on the Onion. Yeah, I always want to give an audience a chance, but then all of a sudden you're sometimes greeted with a, oh fuck. Let me tell you, some of these are jokes, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it's always better to start off. It's always better to start off not thinking. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Joke, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking. No, but I mean, don't. I don't like. You don't talking down to your audience is bad. 
No. Because then you yep. end up with... Unless it's well-disguised pandering. That's what I like. Well, well-disguised pandering <laughs> is a totally different thing. <laughs> I'll talk. I don't want to pander, but what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, well, we got to get going. Uh, thank you, Gavin. Thank, thank you, you Gavin, much. for uh, coming down and uh, and check out his shows at the Pride Festival this weekend. Yep. And uh, we'll try to get up a uh, podcast as soon as possible so you can hear this interview again. July and, 6th uh, on the CBC. Yeah, yeah. July 6th, 9.30. JFL in July, and then in August in Edinburgh, Scotland. All right, yeah, and come back anytime. Thank you All very right. much. Thank, thank you. Proving once again cats are smarter than humans, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hi, I'm Todd Barry, famous American comedian. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio Canada. Better than crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, everybody. This is Anything Goes for the week of June 19th. That was our interview with Gavin Crawford. And now in the studio, uh, has been on the show before, Lori Elliott joins us. Hello, Lori. Hello, fellows. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, how many times you're nominated, and so are we, uh, for the Canadian. Thank you. For the Canadian Comedy Award. Uh, you're not for Best Radio Show. Uh, not yet. That could <laughs> be in your future. Not this episode airs. That could yeah. be in your future. Um, uh, but in terms of you're for Best Female Stand-Up, and how many times have you been nominated before? Um, I... I don't. I think I don't know. Isn't it three? Um, I've I've won three, and then I think I oh, was you've nominated won three. for a few more that I. Uh, okay, but all three have been for best stand up, female stand up, or other things. Um, three for stand up, and then there was uh, acting. In your and pilot? then taped, yeah, yeah, yes. for the pilot, okay. and then the tape, live tape performance right. was one. So it's and uh, you're, yeah, it's very interesting. Very you lucky. you did have a pilot, and I you still haven't gotten me a copy of it. But everyone ah. keeps telling me how great it is. It was, it was great. I saw it, and Dave said it, and other people have said it. I know that you worked with Bruce McDonald on it, and yes. uh, you still have to get me a copy. So I will get you a copy you, now, now that I know. Under, record, and you said you'd give me one. Okay, okay, okay. No, what happened? How come that didn't? I don't. I, I mean, is it a sad story or like? No, no, it's it's. It's not. It's, or is it just bullshit? Or no, it, it was just one of those things where um, during. I, I, first of all, you're. It's very. You're very lucky when you even get into development. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I'm putting this the microphone closer. closer to it's so pervy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, bring it closer. Don't put your mouth on that. That's that's <laughs> yeah, the dispenser. If you do that, then exactly. you're fired. You're we'll fired. fire from Wendy's. Will you fire me? Yeah, from Wendy's. One you of think... you will fire. Okay. Me. Now, would you? Okay. You're the manager yeah. of a restaurant. You see, could do that. His mouth is not touching. Would you as fire far as them? you know, would you fire them? I, I have to be honest. I wouldn't. Yeah, really? I wouldn't. You I wouldn't honestly... fire them. No, I don't want to go to your Wendy's. Well, I'm. You know what? I. When I the just, whole world's against Dave, he then finally goes, well, I just don't want to do it then. Yeah, I'm not going to go to your, your yeah. or Darren's Wendy's. Yeah. I'm not going to go to any Either of those. Of or even Grand... Uh, I almost <laughs> called Gavin Grandfather. I don't know. Or Grandfather's <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's. I don't even know where the fuck that comes from. The Scottish Grandfather for yeah. Edinburgh? 
the uh, but what, now, did you ever work at a fast food joint? I didn't work at a fast food joint, but I did work at a movie theater. I was a popcorn yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, I did that yeah. too. Yeah. So and uh, and and all kinds of crazy shit happens behind oh, the scenes. Yes, oh, yeah, you, you don't know how many times uh, someone came in going, "Hey, uh, did anyone see a wallet?" Nope, nobody saw a thing. No, no, uh, and then uh, someone's yeah. got a wallet hanging out of their <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have just a big yeah. square object in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, great job, though. You have one of the most funniest schoolyard friends. I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, is this the one that you said when she came in the yes. room? Yeah. So Lori comes in the room. Uh, she's <laughs> supposed to sit in a seat in the middle of the room. And we're, we're on either side of her. And Dave says. Uh, well, I said, I said, where do I sit? And then you and said. And I said, you know where your dinner hangs. <laughs> so, Which I've, I never heard horrible. that before. Uh, but that was like a schoolyard thing. Of, yes. It no, was okay. A- first of all. You know, Dave, the whole show has been calling you nothing but a lady stand-up. That's okay. And then, and then he says, where your dinner hangs. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the no, one that taught him. Yeah, that you, know, you, I know. You, you that's taught me where saying. your dinner hangs. You taught this lady of stand-up is yeah. where your dinner hangs. That's I not know very a few things about like, guys. Yeah, where your dinner <laughs> hangs. <laughs> My husband's called me half a woman before. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> with the bottom like, half or top <laughs> or? <laughs> Depends. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm not very ladylike, and I, know, I say that I during my that. act. I'm like, no, that. I'm not. Classy. I've seen your act. I you know, know what you say. We have so a that's long, why I find it funny. Kathleen, <laughs> Christine Walkinshaw. We have a long tradition of unladylike ladies uh, yes. being a part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but where, where did, where does this phrase come from? Uh, do you know where your dinner hangs? It just it was set around the schoolyard. Right. And What st- fucking school did you go to? <laughs> the schoolyard knock. Jesus. School, <laughs> school wow. for fools. Yeah. And where dinner hangs. My God. <laughs> no. But this was said by boys to uh, yes. girls of like, yes. come on. It wasn't like children's school. This was, it was older school. Oh, like, okay. okay. Yeah. Not kindergarten. No. Oh, God, no. Oh, not kindergarten. No. It'll be disgusting there. All right. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I don't know. But it was like when, like, you know, kids would, like, throw around, like, you know, uh, taunting phrases of yeah. like, you know. taunting phrases of you know where your dinner hangs. <laughs> Why doesn't that? You know where your dinner hangs. Well, then I suppose oh, the next is would over. Let's go inside. Grab his no. crotch next and be like, right here. <laughs> I can't believe this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well we can get off well, that. Let's get I, on the lady topics. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah. found that I just found that hilarious. Like no, when people would say funny. shit like uh, let, let, no guff and Let's get back oh, on. Yeah. You were, you were explaining what happened with your pilot. Let's at least get that out of the way. You said that you know you're lucky enough to get yeah. one All right. and it just yeah. didn't get picked up, I'm assuming. It, yeah, and, and it that's, just didn't. And that's and, what happens. And what comforts me in a weird way is that we made it and I made it with um uh, my friend uh, Greg Lawrence who did Kevin Spencer yes, and yep. Rich Patterson. He's right. a prolific writer, super super funny, very very talented in all aspects of the business. Right. And um so we, we did it together, we shot it, and the other two pilots that were being shot the same year were Hiccups and Dan Vermeer. Oh, my God. And, I mean, yeah. I've seen all three, and you got screwed, Lori. <laughs> You're yeah. sweet to say that, but, I mean, you it's know, hard to go up against Of course, such heavy two big like CTV that. projects yeah, with, with past members of exactly. casts of uh, a big show. Yeah, so, yeah, Patterns of Success. Yeah, and, yeah. And my show um, also, like, their shows could cross over between networks, whereas mine would Was never quirky? have been able to do Was to yours kind of, like, more quirky Yeah, it was kind a little of, more, right. yeah, a little more dirt, less ladylike. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, well, both Dan Vermeer and uh, Hiccups were sort of like, uh, yeah, crossover shows from uh, Corner Gas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then yours was uh, a brand new. But I, I love the premise of your show, and it just seems so ripe for, I mean, you were a girl from the country that was bringing the ashes yes. of her 
her her dead best friend Kimothy, who yeah. da- who choked in a rib eating contest. Right. And we always wanted to go to the big cities uh, or the big city and mm-hmm. you know date a rich ambassador and go for dinner at the spaghetti factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she dies, and I decide. And I'm in my 30s at this point. Right. I decide I'm moving to the big city. And, and aren't you still wearing like acid wash jeans yes. and stuff? Yeah, I know. Well, that those were in the flashbacks. The flashbacks. Right. And okay. I have to say, Anessa Frantowski, who was in the flashback. She's my hilarious best friend, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kimothy, she she provided us with the acid wash. Outfits. Nice. She's Always committed. know your dealer, yeah. Yeah. When it no. comes to acid wash. It was a great experience, and I yeah. and I honestly I, I I would love the opportunity to 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 try and figure out if we could do it again or do something like that again because there are so many female centric shows now. Yeah, right. Uh, it, also, it, you know, it's interesting for most people when they kind of come out the other end of it, they're not as maybe uh, positive about it as you are. Right. You know, so they they may be less interested in maybe doing it again because they're you know a lot of people come out the other side of that and go fuck I put so much time and energy into this, but the attitude should be it's like. Rarely do you get a chance to do it's this, true. so you have to take it as a positive even from the get-go. And the fact that the other two shows, you know, it kind of, you know, unfortunately <laughs> on paper makes sense. It totally does. From a does. business it standpoint, totally it makes sense. Yep. So once you take the business out of it, you know, you got a 30-minute show. Look, I've, yep. I've been in this 20 years. I've had a certain amount of success. I can't say I've had a 30-minute show about me, no. you know, yep. and I only, I only know – you, Nikki, had her own show, and that's it, right? Well, John Doerr. No, but I mean course, for, yeah, from yeah. a female oh, from, yeah. for the stand-up ladies, yeah. actress. I don't know. Not yeah, that many. Yeah. Not many. And was it you? And John Doerr. Even when you had the male, John Doerr and Brent Butt. And I mean, Gavin Crawford. And yeah. Gavin Crawford. Yeah. We're talking mm-hmm. under 10 people in the history of... You know, the, I mean, yeah, there's the showcasing you. Now, what? No, did was it uh, Anessa's character or your character that got banged in the back of the hot dog cart? <laughs> of course, cart? that's all Dave cares <laughs> about. Or was it an ice cream that's truck? That's all Dave cares that about. Was, uh, that was the hot dog truck. Now, were any hot dogs touched? Because if they were sold, you're fired. Yeah. If you fucked and any of the hot dogs were touched, Dave is firing you right now. Well, the guy owned his own truck, so oh, he, he, Fire himself. he knew it right. He did it yeah, right. Yeah. He did it right. He, he touched the merchandise. Right. Yeah. And he also couldn't fire himself. He knew so. where his right. dinner hang. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, that right was... in that bun. The, uh, um, now, I think it was on a... Uh, 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 I don't know if you were hosting or headlining, but we were in a car driving to a gig once, mm. and you told me one of the funniest stories of uh, you. Tr- and it was, I think we were talking a lot about how different, um, you know, growing up in the 70s and the 80s were compared to now, and yep. just how, you know, back then you'd have that long, that, that extended sort of uh, station, wagon? station wagon. Yep. Right. With and the they back just, row that, that yeah. went the other way. Yes. So yes. you could face the, uh, the, the back on, of the oncoming car. traffic. Yeah. And nowadays, and there was no, never seatbelts back then, no. and, and no. all the crazy. No. Like, I mean, were, did bike helmets even exist back then? I mean, and all the crazy shit that you could get up to back then, and your parents would just be like, ah, just rub some dirt on it, you'll be fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our, our station wagon when uh, we were kids was a Vista Cruiser, an Oldsmobile. Right. And my the first one we had had a lot of bells and whistles, <laughs> and it was very exciting. This, that, the weird seat in the back, you could face out, electric, uh, like power windows and everything. Yep. Then years went by, and it got, you know, nastier and nastier, and we started falling apart, and then we started being embarrassed in it and then my sister saw this ad for a brown vista cruiser with wood paneling that was two years older than the one we had in the classifieds and she was all hey dad why don't you buy that one (laughs) and he did so then we had even a shittier station wagon and it had a hole in the floor in the 
in the back seat where you could see the, the, the road, road going, going yeah. by. I had a car like that, yep, with my parents, know? yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. growing up back in the day. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't know how long, because uh, my, my dad had a Pinto, and I remember the floor uh, br- falling out of that. They're rusting out, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how long he kept on holding on to that. And then yeah. I think he would just, like, lay a newspaper <laughs> over the hole. Or a mat. My parents would just a mat over top of it. Or a yeah. piece yeah. of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No yeah. break dancing <laughs> yeah. in the car case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just imagining because ah, I just put some tape on it, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, but that's the uh, that's it's dangerous, yes, but it's also I don't think we need to treat kids like they're idiots, right? Like right. that was sure. that, that was using the perspective of kids aren't ridiculously stupid, also, they're we, going to we, avoid the danger. We use something until not we, like I'm talking like us now, not the kids today, <laughs> but you know, things were used to a certain level before you discarded them. Where yes. now it's like yes. it doesn't matter if it still works, I want something better. Yes. Back then, you know, especially if you're only a one income house, you didn't get a new car all no. the time, no. you, it just wasn't an option, especially if your mom stayed home, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I would see that hole in the floor of the car, and I would never think, hey, I bet if I stuck my foot out there and I just yeah. sort of kicked yeah. a little yeah. maybe the car would go faster. Yeah, Fred Flintstone. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah we were growing up with Fred the, Flo- the Stones on yeah. TV. Now so what's the story about you and a sign or something uh, Dave well, said to me I love something? this story. I can't remember how what I basically what we did me and my friend Karen were I didn't she was a little older than me and um she wrote this sign out and put this sign up for the people we were sitting right. in the backpack. This is before the internet. This is before the internet. Signs were important. She put a sign up yeah. and uh, and people kept honking at the car and they'd drive by my mom and dad and uh, my mom's like, why is everybody honking at me? And my friend Karen was holding up a sign that said, honk if you're horny. Right. <laughs> and that was that. And, and then you said back to your mom, why, why is everybody honking at us? And your natural response was, because they're, they're horny. Because they're horny, mom. Right. That's how horny people let yes. you know on the road. They just honk at you. But it's sort of the. But and I didn't know what horny meant. I know, but either. and I don't think I think that's kind of like. Do you think how old were you then? I, I I'm embarrassed to say twenty three. Like, yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. in 19, my teens. 19. But, but should you have known what horny was at that age? I mean, or, no, but I you were at an have. age where you didn't know what right. horny was. Yeah. No. And now, first of all, if Dave ever had that, he would have the exact opposite to a horn. It'd be like, <laughs> stop the horn if you're horny, because it would yeah. just be constant. Eh, or it would just driving. be like, <laughs> as he's driving, eh. Just to say, pull over if you're horny. <laughs> say, Why are all these cars pulling over and we're just racing past them? Hey, they're horny. No, yeah. I would have done a 360 with the automobile. Yeah. Just, what they're, but Dave would pull know. over and just jump on the front of the car, drop his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be better than pressing. Anyway, I was going to say pressing my wiener yeah. up against the class of a class of a kindergarten, but the uh, which it's that's bad. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just funny how back when you were a kid, you didn't know what words meant, no. and also you had no desire to find out what they meant either. No, no. it's Especially like and that's a bigger kid was saying the words, right? And that's my whole argument with like when like guys that are in their late thirties or forties use the word fag. I mean, I know we're not supposed to, right? Because now it's a derogatory term, but I mean, we ever you. Used it. I mean, it was a derogatory term back then too. But we didn't know it was. Yeah, exactly. When you were younger, you thought it was. It meant one thing, and then I've uh, honestly, I don't think I've used the word even once since knowing the true meaning. What I've used faggoty before, but I mean, I just think that's still a reflection of. This is silly and goofy. It's like right. Gaylord, you know? Right. Yeah, Gaylord is always one weird... Yeah, that was a weird one. Well, and, and Hee Haw would always end with, this has been a Gaylord production. Y'all come back now. <laughs> well, that whole Gaylord. Then it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, if people want to get a hold of Lori Elliott, what's the what's the best way for them to do that? You can go on Facebook or right? Twitter. 
Facebook Twitter? is my name, yeah. and then Twitter is uh, my handle is at the floating head. T-H-A. Right. H A. Okay. And uh, but I'm terrible at Twitter, but I'm going to try and get better at it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and if, also if you really want to get a hold of Lori, uh, her address is on <laughs> uh, in the uh, east end of Toronto. You can find her at no. I what yeah, uh, you were at my house the other day. I sure was. Yeah. Um, what is the floating head story? Or do we not have time to get into we that? Have, there? Just just quickly. Yeah. Tell us about the floating head. The floating head. It uh, started where um, we were at. Lady Gaga, uh, myself, Christine Von Hagen, Christina Walkinshaw, and uh, and uh, Jamila Ross. And you bumped a Delton John, though, there. Uh, uh, no. Well, yeah, I think Diggs did. I think Christina did. Okay, all did. right, she did. And um, I, we were taking pictures, and it was just, we were taking pictures and drinking, and then I just would pu- put my head in the picture. Right, so it would float. Where it looked like it would float around. Yeah, right, So it's right. not quite a photo bomb. It's more sure. of a carefully placed just yep. head that appears from... Like it doesn't have a body, and then we got a little obsessed with it, and okay. that's when I got on Twitter. And therefore, the Twitter, the floating head, the floating head. All right, All right. we'll check her out. She's very, Thank very you funny, very much. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to uh, Gavin Crawford for being a guest on the show. And in July, my new DVD, Emotional Terrorism, will be coming out. You'll be able to get it online and in physical form at my website, comedyhorror.com. And David, what's going on with you? Uh well um I, we're going away to Canada I'm and not much I will wrap up all this shit that I'm up to next time next week we'll next talk week. about it next week <laughs> yeah we'll get into we're it not next so guest heavy next week we'll talk it all week. next week so thanks for listening a shout out to Victoria producer uh, for making us sound good and until next week uh farts ahoy yeah uh, and, and thank you Lori for thank coming you, down thanks for having me very yeah, funny fun. lady. Thanks for coming 12 hours early. <laughs> oh, yeah, you showed up way too fucking I early. Did, you phoned me this morning. And you were up, which I found I thought you were upsetting. outside my house. Good night. Well, I hadn't gone to sleep yet at 7 in the morning. Bye. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes by typing Anything Goes on XM. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes helps you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy.